Welcome to another week of The Community Podcast, bringing you the latest in pop culture, politics, social issues, and everything in between, with your host, Trent, Anya, and Ramit. This week's special guest from the service culture firm, Nadia Bay. Make sure to check us out on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and anywhere that you find a podcast. Let's get started. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another exciting and informative business episode of the community. Woohoo! As you can see today, we have a special guest. Nadia Bain. She's going to be talking business with us as well as um, keeping us abreast of what's going on in her ventures lately. So let's dive into our first topic of discussion. Recently, companies like Amazon and Google have seen an increase in productivity with their employees working remotely. Do you guys think companies should be open to having employees work remotely more often post-vaccine? I totally agree with it. Um, I think it's more convenient for the company and for the employees. I don't have to commute anymore. Um, I don't have to get distracted at work when I'm doing my work. I don't have to pretend like I'm working uh, for eight hours when I'm really only working for four. YouTube. Um, Okay. Uh, WhatsApp web. Um, But honestly, like I I think it, it kind of Freeze the employee to find their best work cycle and be more productive. And for the employers, you know, I don't necessarily have to pay for the maintenance of the uh, building, the air conditioning, um, feeding you guys, um, all of the other bills that I incur. So it works out once persons know how to be productive in their circumstances. It works. Yeah, for for me, um, I'm in a situation now where I am working from home and the adjustment has actually been fairly seamless. You know, it you would think that, oh, because you're so used to a rigid nine to five or nine to six situation and sitting behind a desk and being to your computer, that you're not going to be as productive in a day if you are home in a relaxed environment. But that's actually incorrect. I find that I plan out my day a little better because I know what leisure I would like to have versus what amount of work that I want to accomplish. So it gives me, I guess, that empowerment to manage my time better. I think that when I'm in a work situation or when I'm behind a desk, I don't necessarily manage my time as well because I think, oh, I'm to work. I have until six o'clock. Like at work, I mentally put myself on a timer that I get there at nine and by six, the work has to be done. Whereas at home, it's like the work will be completed today. When that day ends, that's up to me. So if I want my day to end at three, that just means that I put in more work up until three and then I relax for the rest of my day. Or if I want to break it up, I have that up ability too. So I think that's what helps persons to be a little bit more productive with working from home. 
like was saying save money and the company as well as for you the, the worker because there's so many different things that you spend money on unnecessarily with having people coming to the office or with you as the employer um you know paying for different things so i think working remotely is a good thing but i think per for me personally, it, it would be rough because um, I, I'm semi-okay with time management. However, I feel like there's more distraction or I feel as though I would become more lazy because I'm home. Even though I might say, okay, let's sit to the dining room table or to a desk where I'm sitting up. So it forces me to stay awake com compared to if... I was at work um, and I'm sitting to my desk, but I know my boss is going to pass by. So I have to be sure that I have my work or I have some sort of work that I'm doing, but it's, it, I guess I think it fits for the person itself and the, the employee and the company would have to figure out who I the guess. How, yeah. Okay. I, I'm intrinsically motivated, so I wouldn't have to worry about whether I'll be focused or not. I just prefer that in-person engagement. It's just more enjoyable. Um, when you think hospitality, that's what you think of. But I would definitely be open to working remote, remotely. <laughs> so you guys are saying, Ramisha and Nadia, that you would, you would work remotely full-time if offered in your expertise. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, for me, I'm an introvert, so I don't necessarily require that in-person interaction. Yes, I do enjoy it. There's a difference. You're, you're not going to get that same emotion or connection with someone. But at the same time, it's what I am willing to gain or lose. So am I willing to gain my sanity and my peace by being able to manage my time and work from home? Or do I want to be more heavily pressured and be able to get one or two jokes in when no one is watching? Because truthfully, that's what it is. You're, you're actually sneaking to bond with your coworkers when you're at work. It's not like you have that flexibility to be like, yes. yeah, chat. It's like this and a this lot and of that. time, a lot of time for that, yeah. Whereas if you are home, you could be on the phone with your coworker all day. Once you're working, your manager does not care. Unless you are a telemarketer and you're supposed to be on the phone with the customers, then please don't be on the phone with your best friend. <laughs> I, I think working with a remote team will definitely reveal the skills, the leadership skills of managers and, managers and supervisors and mm -hmm. um, their abil ability to guide a team, per se. But you can imagine, in their presence. You can imagine being micromanaged in a digital environment with 50 WhatsApp messages and emails inquiring on whether the assignment is finished or not. I think I'll go crazy. I would mute it. I'd mute the person. Micromanage me in person. Hmm? I'd mute the person. I'll see, the, I'll see the, the number of messages going up, but, oh, I didn't have my phone. I'm so sorry. You, you were trying to send me something? Sometimes to answer you. So, like, I will answer you in the morning, midday, early afternoon. I, I just won't be... Every two seconds. But I'm going to be um, open to communication. Mm -hmm. it's right. Yeah. That's true. Do you guys think the effects of the economy due to this pandemic will influence people to be more ambitious and invest into their careers or businesses or invest in, into preparing to be into 
to get into customer and business readiness? Do you think people would be more invested into that? Or do you think people would be more um, uncertain and confused? So my thing is, I would encourage persons to, to I wouldn't want to just say hustle, but I, I want to encourage you to, this is the time to explore your skills, um, explore your strengths. So whatever it is that you need to tune up, tune it up. You know, if you need to get that certification, if you need to practice, um, if you need to do some pro bono stuff until you get paid work, um, if you need to sharpen your skills, do that. Because at the end of the day, businesses have shown that they've done one thing, and when something happened, <laughs> they were mm-hmm. You see, you see where they fall, where they fall short. Right. So, as imagine as a person, that shows you that okay, I need to get it together. I need to have multiple um, revenue income streams. I need to rest in my talent. So, whatever it is that I'm good at, let me perfect it and be great at it. And let's see if we can get this money different ways. I I would encourage persons to do that. Nadia, I completely agree with that because totally. for for me, yes, you may. So, so let's take someone who may be in the retail industry. So, yes, I may be a sales clerk um, for some mega company, and they can um, hire me right now. Can I cook? Yeah, pretty good. Everybody tells me they love my food. So why not cook during this time off? Why not, if, especially if it's something that you enjoy. If there is something that you enjoy doing that you still do on the side, kick that that thing up to another level you know so instead of just i'm just going to cook lunch and go to this one place and hope that people buy no that's when you need to start sending those whatsapp messages hey i'm doing breakfast lunch and dinner um the meals will be available xyz um go to farmers markets the farmers markets have been crazy during this pandemic you have to be able to find those different places to market yourself um because at the end of the day Yes, I may enjoy your food, but I don't remember to go when I had a conversation with Nadia and Anya and Trent to be like, man, you know what I had yesterday? Susie fried chicken. You know, if that's not a topic of conversation in our day to day, it's not going to come up. Whereas if you send me a WhatsApp telling me, oh, this is your menu, then I'm going to do that to see a forwarding your menu on because I want you to get business. Mm-hmm. Every day you got to keep people updated. And it's, it's difficult. I don't want anyone out there to feel like marketing or, or selling yourself is going to be easy to ask. No, it's going to take time. It's going to take effort. You're not going to be an instant success. So don't give up on yourself because that's the first thing that you can't do. Once you believe in yourself and you know and are confident in what you're doing, it's just going to take time. It's going to take time for you to get to that step. I feel like exploring all of your skills and not just devoting everything to what you want to do can Mm -hmm. be a good thing. Um, But it's easier said than done. It's easier done than said. Yeah, it's it's easier done than said when you're looking to be self-employed. But if you're mm-hmm. applying to be employed, that's a little bit more difficult because persons are looking at your resume and going, okay, um, we understand that you want to try marketing, but 
you're more your your resume says that you have more experience in HR and we don't think that you're the best fit. So do you think the businesses are um you know care about something like that? Oh, that's Please Nadia. Because oh. I feel like that has definitely My happened. Thing is, you have to be you have you have to do it. It is your choice whether or not you decide to put that on your resume, but it is a conversation to be had. What were you doing in this gap? Everybody should know, expect a gap in 2020. Mm-hmm. Unless you're currently employed, expect a gap. Mm-hmm. But the big question is, you know, everybody was like doing something, whether you were just focusing on your mental health and holding it together, or you were exploring your skills, you mm-hmm. can say that you did that and you can lay it out. So again, you can decide whether or not you want to say that. But you should be not afraid to do something. And because what separates you from the persons who are actually experiencing it is that the experienced person started to say, you know what, forget it. I'm gonna do it. I, if I don't know how to do it, I'm gonna figure out how to do it. If I don't know how to do it well, learn from somebody and I'm gonna do it. But at the end of the day, the common denominator is that they did it. Did so mm-hmm. whether you wanna be proud of it and, and right. have that conversation while you're applying with the person and say, hey, what are you up to? Well, you know, actually, while my background is in this, I'm also skilled in X, Y, and Z. And this is the things that I've been doing while I've been applying. Will this be a hindrance while I'm working here? No, because it's kept me busy during that time. But I'm still here to focus on what it is that I have to do with your company and to make it better. But this is just something that is a labor of love to me. And I don't think this is going to stop. So, so, Nadia, it's more like, it's not that you shouldn't put it on your resume, but it's more how you word it. it yes. <laughs> Because like how you did it just now, it's like it that it didn't seem like okay. Well, it's I've been focused on HR, but now in twenty twenty, I took the the jump to say let me go do a little bit in marketing. So it's more so like how you word it or how you say it yeah. rather than just putting it there and then just hoping somebody interprets it from what your previous work has been. Right. So yeah. so what I would say is, and I know we're going to talk touch on it a little bit later on in this episode, but. As simple as someone, once again, I'm going back to a cook because I feel like that is something that happens so often where you, you want to cook, you enjoy cooking. And on your resume, instead of placing Shani's Little Chef's Kitchen and breaking down what you do, on the interest you put cook, swim, and ride bike. Yes, I understand that you enjoy cooking and swimming down there. But that doesn't help me as someone looking to employ you to get a better understanding of, oh, wow. During the pandemic, even though money was running low, you decided to take the little bit of money you had and try and flip it by doing a business. That means you have drive. That means you're passionate. And that means you really do enjoy cooking. You have transferable That's, skills. You took those skills on that job, in that HR, that administrative, that organizational, those time management. And you turned it into a business. It's something that you enjoy and you made that profitable or you made it well known. Wow. If you can do that with just something that you enjoy doing, imagine what you can do for our company. So I know the question, Trent, was do we feel that person's will? I think it's going to be 50-50. There are going to be persons that come out of this pandemic and be like, Listen, I had, a, I, I had a job. 
I had a job going into this pandemic, so I need my job coming out of it. I want to know long story. That's how some person's mindset is going to be coming out of it. Whereas there are going to be those persons who are like, you know what? Um, I understand that the world is just not the world that it was prior to. So I now need to make a better place for myself and my family um, so that if we have another pandemic in the future or if something were to happen, I don't have to suffer the way I suffered this time around. So there are those going to be those persons that think that way, but there are also going to be persons that are just going to be like, that ain't my issue. I think that this pandemic, though, it, it is forced, especially us younger persons who we're really now just getting into the work field. It has forced us to realize that one income is just not sufficient any longer. You know, maybe the older persons who would have went through the... Um, Great Depression and all these different things. Right, and, and the decline in the economy, what, a couple of years ago, we were still in high school or we were still in school, so we didn't experience that. But now for us as young adults in the working field, it, is, it actually shows me that listen one in one salary one job is not enough anymore because things are happening so quickly because one day i was to work the next day oh well we don't know when you'll be returning to work mm-hmm. and you know i rely on yeah. this one salary so it shows that obviously we we have to look into second or other ways of bringing in income and also important that we save as best as we can i know it's a little difficult for a lot of people to do because there's so much things happening but it, it does force me, it forced me to actually think about it a lot. What is, what is the second thing or what is another thing that I can do that can assist me in terms of increasing my income and not just be so solely dependent on my main job? Because even if you do something on the side, it doesn't have to become your number one form of, in, of income. It could just be something extra that you could use that money to save up or use that money to purchase things, different things that you need that your main job isn't doing for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so we're definitely encouraging persons to be fearless, go out there, explore your skills, um, get your certifications, get your degree, um, do whatever you can to definitely thrive in this um, competitive economy. And remember that there's never a testimony without a test. And speaking of testimonies, it's time for Community Spotlight, is what I call it. I don't know if we might make that a new thing. We're going to put Nadia, our guest, into our spotlight today. She's going to be talking about service culture firm. Your search for professional service providers is over. Check out Service Culture Firm, where service is our strength. We have a wide variety of services to meet the needs of individuals, micro, small, and medium enterprises. Our products include resume redesign, customer service and sales training, social media management, and web design. Our team is known for its responsiveness and quality service. For more information, visit serviceculturefirm.com or find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We can't wait to serve you. For persons that may not know, what is Service Culture Firm? So Service Culture Firm is a small consulting company. Uh, We specialize in uh, HR functions, um, sales, customer service training, uh, 
Uh, we actually do uh, web design. There's some production involved as well. So we are diverse. We also do um, social media management. So <laughs> whatever millennials are doing, we're doing. Well, well, well. Dose of everything. Mm -hmm. Please manage my social media. Please. Get it together. I've got you. I don't have TikTok, though. I see that you're very strong in TikTok. Yeah. Did, did you like it? You know, from the videos that I've seen? Next question. Um, it, it varies. It varies okay. in terms of the you know, topics that you, you cover, so that's cool. I like that. After working in HR, in the HR field for major companies, what encouraged you to branch out on your own? So further in, I want to say further to what we were saying earlier, I believe that a table needs many legs to stand firm and strong. Uh, so service culture was actually something that started back in 2017. Um, my husband really uh, pushed it more in terms of the, the training services that he was offering. Um, I took more of a silent partner advisory role. And so when I decided to depart from one of the companies that I worked with, my philosophy is, I'm not gonna wait for you to feed me, I'm gonna eat. Mm -hmm. So I am going to take the skills that I know that I have and apply it. If I'm going to work as hard as I do for a company, I can put in even more effort for myself and then see where that takes me. And I'm actually very happy that I did so. So out. <laughs> yeah, stop out. Um, so it's it's been quite a journey. I, I would not lie to you that um I think what everybody says entrepreneurship has its ebbs and flows. So some days you're like, forget this slave me please. <laughs> um but then some days I am just like really amazed at what we're able to produce and very proud and in terms of the relationships that I've gained and, and the traction that we've gotten, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's just an amazing thing. Trust me, you should be proud. I mean, some of the, just last week, she posted a video and I was just like, um, question. The content, right? The like, content. Who does your videos? Cause I just I just content. need to know. Cause this is this is well, a, I mean she did a do a little bit of graphics. That's not no little bit of graphics. Trust me. Quality. Okay, with it. Okay, so I, I trust me. You you should truly be proud of the work that your company has been doing mm -hmm. so far. Absolutely. Appreciate that. Um, what would you say are is one of the most challenging things that you've encountered since branching out? COVID, so uh, <laughs> coronavirus, COVID-19, uh, oh, yeah, that little virus, um, as if stepping out on your own wasn't difficult enough, there was the disruption that COVID brought. We didn't foresee it coming, so everything was going well, business was growing and booming and bam, you know, a lot of persons had to stop, um, businesses were uncertain. Persons were uncertain if they were trying to apply to businesses. So a lot of persons were, were skeptical on what direction their business should go, right? And so that affects us because we assist businesses. We assist persons who are seeking to be employed as well. So what that has caused us to have to do is to definitely diversify. So going back to what I was saying, um, we do a little bit of everything. If 
one thing isn't bringing it in, we have to do something else. Um, and we have to be able to be resilient. So it's been challenging, but in a good way, because it's forced us to step outside of our comfort zone. Um, and it's forced us to grow. Uh, certain opportunities that we're looking at right now, the Lord knows that we wouldn't even consider it before. But now, look at us, you know, you're, you're hitting a stride. And I, in that regard, I appreciate COVID for that. It's challenged us to grow. Okay. Um, I think you touched on it just a little bit, but if you can go a little bit deeper for me, who, who's your target market? Who can actually benefit from your services? So, again, you're, we're looking at businesses. We offer business to business. Um, small, medium, micro enterprises. Uh, those persons who are looking to grow their teams, to educate their teams, um, who are looking to put some structure in place in terms of policies and procedures, those persons who are looking to advertise their company, um, especially so they, um, social media marketing. And so we, you've seen some of the videos that we've produced. We produce those for other videos um, for other companies as well. We also assist persons who are looking to be employed. Uh, so we help them with their resume redesign. In another video that I produced, uh, we offered some tips and tricks for persons to uh, to market themselves a little bit better. Uh, so yeah, I think I think I've covered a lot of it. I'm not quite sure. And there's more that we're doing that hasn't been unveiled just yet. So I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. More to come. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Nadia, you, you did mention something about tips. You assist persons with, you know, giving them tips and things of that sort. Could you give us mm, one tip, one, maybe two of you'd like, um, that to help persons land a job, especially now? Maybe there's a company that might be looking for a, a few people right now to hire. What is one? or two tips that you could probably throw at someone right away to help them land that job? I would say, and in all truth and honesty, be confident in yourself. Be true to who you are and market that. So you need to sit down and have a conversation with yourself. Don't talk back now. But you need to have a conversation with yourself and understand, let's say, who Anya is. What's Anya's background? Where is it that Anya is trying to go? How would Anya like to be seen? How would you like to be represented? What are some skills that you possess? Uh, how can those skills be applied to that company or benefit that company? Will even making this transition to that company be beneficial to Anya? Because you need to believe it. Because when you have that conversation with those employers, they need to believe it as well. You need to be sincere. They have the opportunity to speak with hundreds of thousands of persons. And so that genuine interaction with somebody who is comfortable in their skills and confident in themselves is definitely going to set you apart from the rest. And that also ties into how you represent yourself in your resume. So you focus on your strengths and you don't just list them, you uh, describe how they can be applied to the company. You focus on your achievements, you focus on where it is that you'd like to go and how they are in line with the company's culture and the company's mission and vision. I think that can really help a person to hopefully land the job that they're looking for. 
Perfect. I actually like that. Um, lastly, do you guys have any promotions or any upcoming specials, Zoom meetings, anything of that sort that, that you, you know, can tell us about? Okay, well, um, so for the entire month of November, um, once you uh, reach out to us at info at servicecultureburn.com and you mentioned that you watched this episode of the community, you can even say T15, we'll apply a 15% discount to any one of our services uh, that you're interested in for Service Culture Firm. So that's T T A E A. I can spell, I promise you. English is easy. T E A fifteen. <laughs> when you're requesting a service at info at serviceculturefirm dot com. Perfect. 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 We appreciate that, Nadia. Awesome. Speaking of English and spelling, Nadia, where can we find you? How can we contact you to receive your amazing and you know informative and significant services? You can contact us on our website www.servicecultureform.com. You can send us an email, info at servicecultureform.com. You can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram. Just search Service Culture Firm. Oh, <laughs> just out there. We're out there. Okay? Yes, and, and we'll have that information down in the links below, uh, in our description below, so you can check out the Service Culture. Uh, from there. I love it. I love it. All right, it's time to have some fun. Who want to have some fun? Woohoo! I have a little game for you guys. Okay. So earlier in the show, Ramesh mentioned that he was an introvert. Mm. I'm going to name a profession or career path, and I want you guys to tell me um, what do you think, who do you think would be best fit for that path, an introvert or an extrovert? Okay. okay. Let's start with something a little, you know, to j easy. Let's start with graphic designer. Introvert. Yeah, that person doesn't necessarily need to interact with anybody. Yeah. Do you think that they'll be able to perform in a jovial environment, the culture of the company, very upbeat, jovial, a, a lot of communication. So yes, you're working alone, but you still, you still have a lot of people walking around, smiling, getting on your last introvert nerves. Um, you just have to basically have communication skills yeah. because you just need to be able to understand and interpret what it is those jovial people want designed. And then after that, you get to work. And so the, the, thing, the thing about it is if, like Nadi said, if you are able to comprehend what someone is asking you, then they're less likely to follow up with you for something else because you would have gotten mm -hmm. it right the first time. So right away. that's actually how an introverted graphic designer maximizes on that by what all do you need? Let's walk through it now because after this conversation, don't come back to me. I'm just sending work. Yeah. Worst if I have a form created. Ooh, a good Google Doc that asks all the questions you put in that work order. You don't even need to talk. All right. Okay. Construction worker. 
It's a little. What should the person be, or what is that person most likely? What do you think would be best? It depends most on likely. Um, their skills, because like some semi-skilled are skilled workers and more introverts than the unskilled workers who are more extroverted. Right. I mean, so, that's what I've been I, I feel like if you are working on a construction site as a general laborer, extroverted has, you have to have an extroverted Definitely. personality because if Definitely. you are an introvert, you will be stressed and antagonized by persons who are always conversing and always right. trying to build a conversation when you're just mm -hmm. like, friend, I put get this, this block right for. there and pour the cement <laughs> and let's go. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I think it, it all depends on, like Nadi said, if, if I'm a plumber, I don't necessarily need to interact with you. I'm just coming to run these pipes and dip. So yeah, yeah. I think it it varies. If you're a construction worker, yeah. yeah. What's your specialty? And then that dictates if you need to be introverted or extroverted. Okay. Accountant. I want to hear this introverted one. Introverted for sure. Introvert. Total never, introvert. Have, they, don't, they like numbers. They don't like people. I've never found an extroverted accountant. No. <laughs> no. There's no explanation for that. It's yeah, totally they, they just ain't on the run. Okay. I've really true. I've never met an extroverted accountant. Like, never. It, it, it's not there. That's not what they look for. Do you guys have any in mind? Yes. I, want, I would Let's love to have... Nurse. nurse, I feel, should be extroverted. They should be. Um, because... I, I want someone to organically, I want you to organically um, interact with me. Yes. Okay, so Ramesh, they, they probably don't have to interact. Okay, let me just say interact. You probably don't have to be an extrovert. But for me, whether you believe it or not, I am an introvert as well. But I love children. <laughs> so I can still... <laughs> Is this like the, the audience base? We should do a poem. We'll fill up the poll. Is Trent introverted? Even though I can be introverted, I do love children. And I am very patient with children. Mm -hmm. I'm actually more, more patient with children than I am adults. So, so you'd be yes, a pediatric um, nurse versus just a regular nurse. So I could be a teacher or I could be a whatever, pe a pediatric nurse. So maybe it's the love for the actual job. Maybe the nurse may be an introvert, but she has a passion for caring for others. Okay. Well, mine that I want to ask, especially to this group, human resources representative. Oh, boy. I think you should be an extrovert Impartial. unless you're in dealing with um, HRIS. Impartial avert. Whew. So... <laughs> For me, I feel like that's the person that should be the mix. Um, yeah. The reason why you should have those introverted qualities is for that confidentiality part of the job. You know, hold on you can this be is extrovert and confidentiality. I, I agree. I agree. However, as an extrovert, just from witnessing, you, are, you have that desire to just want to converse with someone. So it's not saying that you don't have the ability to keep a secret so or hold information music. confidential. It just means that it's so much harder to make sure that what information is in my head I need to hold close to me and what information I'm conversing with you I need to be able to do. 
Now, I have, had, I have had that challenge because I will change the topic very quickly. Hey, <laughs> um, you know what's up? Um, what's coming up in the pipeline for like who they're hiring? But you know what? You watched that last episode of so and so. Because, but you, but, but didn't you fall on the other day? Like, how's your leg doing? Like, let's talk I, about bad feeling. You want to because that's not your best. But you know you can't ask that. But anyway, girl, let's catch up. No. I, I, I want to say yes, Nadia, but I also know, I, I know that the extroverted and a lot of people would be like, yeah, girl, because let me tell you why Susie couldn't get yeah. yeah. uh, so, I, I, think, I think it varies on the culture of the company. See, for me, as an introverted, I consider myself an introverted extrovert. So let me give myself that full statement. I know that my job requires me to be an extrovert, so I am able to put on when I need. So I know that if, I, if I'm interviewing someone, I can't be in the room. What's your name? No, I, I need to make you feel welcome. So I need to be, good afternoon, how's your day going? I can tell you, though, once you walk out of that room, it's like, oh, like, oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> listen, I'm just... but that also makes it that persons aren't running to me for information because they know, oh, he in a good mood today or he in a bad mood? Also needed because then you want persons to be able to come to you if they have any issues or concerns and not have that pause that yeah. they would have if you're not necessarily so true. Uh, an extroverted person, you know, yeah. because with human resources, like we, we are the cog between the company and the employees. And so if one side can approach us, but the other side can't, that's not necessarily beneficial to the flow of conversation. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's why I said it, it, truly depends on the culture of the organization. Because there are companies out there, believe it or not, where persons are afraid to walk into HR. And that's not that's something not a good that- climate. I know. It's I not know. a healthy climate, actually. If you not work for a company like that, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Union. <laughs> oh my God, when that word was going around. I mean, but you need to talk to, and if I can't talk to HR or my issues aren't being met, then I need somebody on my side that is going to petition on behalf of me. All right, Nadia, thank you so much for being here with us today and introducing us to Service Culture Firm and your um, services. Remember that you guys can find Nadia at info at serviceculturefirm.com. You can reach out to us through that email. You can find us online, www.serviceculturefirm.com or check us out on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest. However you want to find us, put out the smoke signal. We'll answer. <laughs> and don't forget to check out the community on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. And everywhere that you can find a podcast. Thank you so much for being with us today, and we'll see you on another exciting episode of The Community.